ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد once again, I welcome all of you. We continue reading from the Majalis of Shaykh Ibn Uthaymeen, Rahimahullah, Majalis Ramadan. We're going to read from Al Majlis of Thamin Wal Ishroon, the 28th sitting that the Shaykh Rahimahullah had about Zakat al Fitr. But as for us, it is our 11th sitting in this month. Our 11th sitting, alhamdulillah, uh, about this topic, Zakat al-Fitr. And you know a lot of people, especially at this time, now they want to know the ruling of Zakat al-Fitr, how much to give, what to give, who to give, can you give money, can you give something else, food, what food, all of this. When you give it, and, and all of these things, that's what we're going to learn, inshallah, in this setting. Our noble Shaykh al-Allama, <coughs> Abi Abdullah Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymeen, rahimahullah ta'ala, first of all, he gave a reminder before he went to the topic. He gave an excellent reminder for all of us. He says, Oh my brothers, indeed, your blessed month in the month of Ramadan, indeed, your blessed month is bidding you farewell. And it is not left from it but a short period of time. Therefore, whoever finds himself upon good, he or she, should be grateful to Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whoever finds himself to be neglectful, he or she should repent to Allah and ask forgiveness from his Lord for his or her negligence. For indeed, seeking forgiveness before death is acceptable. And remember, as we always say, death is certain, tomorrow is not. Shaykh says, O my brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated that you give the zakat al-fitr. The zakat al-fitr is a charity that you give to the poor upon completing the month of Ramadan. So it is in the end of the month of Ramadan, not in the beginning or the middle of the month of Ramadan. Shaykh Ruatimin says it should be, meaning Zakat al-Fitr, Zakat al-Fitr, should be given before the Eid prayer, at the conclusion of this month of yours, meaning the month of Ramadan. So the Shaykh said, therefore in this sitting, we shall address it's ruling. What is the ruling on Zakat al-Fatr? Is it, is it wajib, obligatory? Is it mustahab, recommended? Is it mubah, uh, permissible? What is it? It's ruling. What is the wisdom behind it? Likewise, what to give? What to give in Zakat al-Fatr? And what's its quantity? How much you give to? You don't give anything. What's, what to give? And how much? What is the quantity? When is it obligatory to give out the zakat? And where do you give it to? Uh, don't confuse the zakat al-fitr with the zakat, the other zakat, which is a pillar from the pillars of Islam. Okay? Now, this is zakat al-fitr. This is only in Ramadan, at the end of Ramadan. As for the zakat of al-mal, for people who want to give zakat because of their money, wealth, or livestock, or business and trades and the like, that's, that's another topic, okay? Now we're just talking about Zakat al-Fitr, that is in Ramadan, at the end of Ramadan. So the Shaykh began now the uh, detailed explanation of these points that he has mentioned, Rahimallah. As for, he says, we begin with its ruling began with the ruling of Zakat al-Fitr. What is the ruling of Zakat al-Fitr? Shaykh al said, it is wajib, it is obligatory. The Prophet ﷺ prescribed it on the Muslims. 
That's why it is obligatory. The Prophet made it obligatory upon the Muslims. And the Shaykh gave us a, a good benefit now, even before he get to Zakat al-Fadr, another great point of benefit. He says, and, who, and whatever the Prophet prescribed or commanded us with is similar to whatever Allah prescribed and commanded us with. So no one say, oh, with no ayat. Where is the ayat that Zakat al-Fadr is obligatory? The Prophet, yes, there is many ayahs as the Shaykh is going to mention. Okay, from them is the statements of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 90. May you take a rasul of a god of Allah. 90. 90. May you take a rasul of a god of Allah. That's uh, verse 90. If he says 80, that was a mistake. May you take a rasul of a god of Allah. Woman to Allah from our Alihim. Hafiza. Whoever obeys the messenger has indeed obeyed Allah. That's the ayah. But whoever turns away, then we have not sent you as a watcher over them. Allah Akbar. Likewise, in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surat An-Nisa, once again, in the verse 115, قَالَ اللَّهُ وَيَتَّبِعَ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُصْلِهِ جَهَنَّمْ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا There is 80 in Surah An-Nisa, not 90. So it says 80 first. So it is 80. Because in the book it says 90, so maybe it's a misprint. Check in the Mus'haf. And whoso opposes, whoever opposes the messenger, after guidance has become manifest to, to him and follows a way other than that of the believers, we shall let him pursue the way he is pursuing and shall cast him into hell and an evil destination it is. AD, let me correct it. Somebody have a pen? Zakallah khair. Zakallah Also, in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Surah Al Hashr, verse number 7, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا And whatsoever the Messenger gives you, take it, and whatsoever he forbids you, abstain from it. So therefore, Shaykh al says, Zakat al-Fitr is obligatory upon the adult, the young, the male and female, the free and enslaved from the Muslims. All of these categories. Abdullah ibn Umar said, Farada Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama Zakat al-Fitr min Ramadan sa'an min tamrin أو ساعة من شعير على العبد والحر والذكر والأنثى والصغير والكبير من المسلمين. In this hadith that is collected by Imam Bukhari, Imam Muslim, Rahmanullah, that Abdullah ibn Umar says that the Prophet has obligated the giving of Zakat al-Fitr of Ramadan. Obligated is an obligation. The sa'a is a measurement. We're going like to learn how. How much is it? Okay. A saw of dates, the well-known dates, or barley, this is a type of grains, on every slave and free, male and female, adult and young, from the Muslims. You know. Zakat al-Fitr, Shaykh al said, is not obligatory to be given on behalf of the fetus. Now the one who's still in the womb, not born yet. Okay, if a baby is born uh, after the end of Ramadan, there is no zakat to be given. If actually the fetus, the one who's still in the womb, actually the one who's still in the womb of his mother, okay, not born yet. He said the zakat of is not obligatory upon the fetus, except if you choose to do so voluntarily. If you choose to, it's okay. 
Why? He says, because the commander of the believers, Uthman an, used to give out Zakat al-Fitr on behalf of the fetus inside the womb. Meaning if a woman is pregnant and chooses to give Zakat al-Fitr, or the one who is in charge of her, whether a father or a husband, and the like, wants to give Zakat al-Fitr on that baby that's still not born yet, it's okay. It's not obligatory. Shaykh Rahman, he says, every Muslim must give it on behalf of himself. So you count yourself, if you have a family of five or six, let's say family of five, so you count yourself too. You don't just give on behalf of your wife and your children and forget about you. No, you count yourself too. Okay? So he said, every Muslim must give it, meaning zakat al-fitr, on behalf of himself and those whom he is responsible for, including his wife and relatives, if they cannot give it out on their own. But if they can... If the wife has money, she can. She can give zakat al-fitr, for example. Then it is preferable for them to give it out on behalf of themselves. Because the command is directed to them. You see? If they have the ability to do it, yes, they can. We know. Shaykh said, It is obligatory only on those who have enough to cover their needs for the feast day, the Eid day, an extra. So it is obligatory, general ruling, but only on those who, on the day of the Eid, they have enough for them to eat and extra. Okay? If whatever was left after covering his needs of that day is less than a sack, that person can still give it away to the needy. And this is based on the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ مَسْتَطَعْتُمْ Fear Allah to the best of your ability. And the Prophet said the Surah verse 16. And the Prophet statement, if I command you with anything, do it to the best of your ability. So we benefit from this that Zakat al-Fitr is not upon the rich people. You have to have make enough money, you have a lot of rice or grains and yeah. Upon everybody. If a person they have, for example, they want to give rice, but they have enough rice that they cooked that morning for them to eat, but then they still have some rice. The bag still have some rice, whether half of it, or they have another bag. Then the people they don't have to go to the store to buy zakat al-fitr. If you already have food in your house, you take from it. Okay? No, it's not a, it's not a necessity. You have to go to the store and buy rice and buy dates. No, if a person have a 50-pound bag of rice, you can take from it and give zakat al-fatr. Okay? You already have a box of dates or two, you take from that one and give in zakat al-fatr. Okay? You don't have to go and buy. Amen. So even those people who they don't may not have a lot, but they have enough extra to what they need that day, then they give from that. Even if it's less than a sar. And some of the ulama, they says when they give it, they should mention that this is less than a sar. Why? Because so that person will know and he, don't, he won't give it away. He thinks like, oh, this is a sar. Okay? The Sheikh said, but as for the wisdom behind its legislation, it is clear. Giving away the charity is a way of being kind to the people. So it's an act of kindness towards the poor. And a way of preventing them from begging in order that they may also participate with the rich in the celebration of that day with joy and happiness. Instead of them worrying what we're going to eat, what we're going to eat, no, mashallah, they've given enough for them to eat, alhamdulillah, and they go and celebrate with the Muslims in the Eid. But unfortunately, you find the people now, they big anyway. They got money, they don't have money. You find people, whenever there is a crowd, big, they go and beg the people in the Eid. Now, the purpose of giving zakat al-fitr to that poor family, that poor person, so that they don't have to beg and ask people for food. Because you know, we human beings, we can't live without food. Okay? 
So he said, you give them that money, that, that food, whether early in the morning before the Salat, or the, the night before, or the early man is going to learn it day or two before. So they all, they have, alhamdulillah, some food, they have rice, some people give them, mashallah, beans, other people give them raisins, other people, some people, alhamdulillah, they're generous, they give the rice and they give a chicken with it. Not as a zakat al-fitr, but it's like, look, I don't eat rice in my house alone. I got some, have some rice, some chicken. So he go and get a chicken with it. You see? Some people, they give them that with fruits with it. Subhanallah, so that the people, they will do, poor people, they will have a decent meal. Okay? So you give the food, but you want to give some extra things. It's up to you. Some meat, some chicken, fish. Even some cash if you want. Extra. Don't confuse this. I'm not saying give the cattle feather cash. No, he gives the cattle feather as food, but no, give him some extra. Inshallah to buy other things, milk with it, whatever the case is. Now, Shemarajun, he says, also giving the charity of that day is a sign of good character. It proves our love for cancellation. Also, it is purification for the fasting person from the shortcomings he or she committed during his fasting. No one is perfect. We have shortcomings, okay? And this is from the Rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is also proves, it also, it also proves our appreciation of the bounties of Allah upon us by allowing us to complete the fasting of Ramadan, the standing of prayers at night, and carrying out whatever we could of righteous deeds in that blessed month. These are the wisdom of Zakat al-Fatr. Okay? Shaykh al-Taymin, he said, it is narrated by Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhuma, the great companion of Habr, the cousin of the Prophet, he was one of the youth of the, among the companions. He was very young when the Prophet, died. But yet, mashallah, he's one of the great scholars of Islam. Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiyallahu anhuma. In the time of Umar, when he was a Khalifa, radiyallahu he used to allow him to be in the sittings of the great companions. When Umar, radiyallahu has to consult with the companions, he will bring the companions of Badr, the older ones, great companions, but here is a young boy, young man, a teenager sitting with them as well. You see? Ibn Abbas, Abdullah. So some of the companions, they felt like, why our children don't attend this gathering so they can get the good too? Inshallah, we want our children. So Umar, he wants to uh, uh, show them and make them know that he has, it's not personal. He was not, you know, uh, for personal reason that Ibn Abbas is in there, not because of his knowledge and his sound understanding. So he asked them, he said, what do you say? What is the meaning and the interpretation of إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسِ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجًا So they all say, well, this is a good news from Allah to the Prophet ﷺ that now, alhamdulillah, people are entering into Islam in crowds, Allahu Akbar, Islam is spreading, Allah. That's what they say, that's what the ayah says. Then he turned to Ibn Abbas, Umar says, do you say the same thing? He says, no. He says, what do you say? He says, in this surah actually Allah is telling the Prophet that his ajal is near, that his stay in this earth is about to end. Alhamdulillah, the deen is established, that's it. Risala is about to come to an end. Then Umar said, that's what I know too. Allahu Akbar. Now, this is Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhuma wa'ani sahaba. So he narrated, قَالْ فَرَضَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ زَكَاةَ الْفِطْرِ طُهْرَةً لِلسَّائِنِ مِنَ اللَّغْوِ وَالْرَفَثِ وَطُعْمَةً لِلْمَسَاكِينِ And by the way, these Sahaba, even though they were young, but they pay attention. When they are around the Prophet they memorize what he says. Some of them write it down, those who can write. They go back and ask each others, 
and they memorize it. That's why they transmit it to the Tabi'een and they to, to the golden chain until we have it now. Likewise, our youth, when you come to the class, pay attention. Come with this desire, with zeal, that you're going to learn something and convey it. If you learn one ruling that Sheikh Nur said, you may be able to assist somebody. Hey now. You may, from today, you go outside by Maghrib, somebody come to you, and you hear two brothers saying, and how much they give Zakat al-Fatr? How much money is this year? Is it still seven or is it eight? And you, yes, you're 14 years old, you're 10, you're 12. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interfere in your conversation. Just because you guys were speaking loud enough for me to catch what you just said. And once again, please uh, excuse my, my age. Uh, I know I shouldn't interfere or whatever. But actually, I just learned in the class. Sheikh Nur says in one of his sittings, the 28th one, that zakat is from food, not from cash. This one particular. Yes, you can give cash to the needy, to the poor, but not in this time. Not in this zakat al-fadl. Allahu Akbar. See now? Now alhamdulillah going to look at you, especially with precision. You said, excuse me, with the adab, with good manners. Excuse me, I'm young, I'm only 12. But please listen to what I'm about to say. And we say, say Sheikh Nur says in his book, in the sitting, in the gathering, one hour ago, 15 minutes ago, we had the class. It's not like uh, you just come here and sit and then like uh, 20 minutes later, what the class was about? I don't know. You were here. Well, my father told me to sit there. No, if your father tell you to sit there, that's a good thing. He wants good for you. But what do you want for yourself? It's very important. That's why I make a difference. That's why after a couple of years, some people, mashallah, they understand. They have a nice hasila huh, huh, of knowledge. Others, they don't know nothing. And they think they know. Oh, I've been in that class. Yeah, I've been, man. I've been around. Okay, well, give us one benefit. Nothing. No, I'm going to humble ourselves. Now, so here is one of the young of the companions, and this is the, the ones that the, our youth, they should look up to, not uh, the ball players, whether it be basketball or soccer or baseball or whatever, they may be singers. These are the youth that you want to be like them. Sahaba, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, radiyallahu alayhi wa sallam, قال فاد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم زكاة الفطر طهرة للسائم من اللغو والرفث وطعمة للمساكين فمن أداها قبل الصلاة فهي زكاة مقبولة ومن أداها بعد الصلاة فهي صدقة من الصدقات. This hadith that is collected by Imam Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah, and Adara Qutni, and Imam Al-Albani, Rahimahu Ta'ala, agreed with Hassan, sound hadith in Sahih, Abu Dawood. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم has prescribed the giving of zakat al-fitr as a purification for the fasting person from vanity and flirtation as well as a nourishment for the poor. Therefore, whoever gives it before the Eid prayer, it will be accepted from him as Zakat al-Fitr. But whoever gives it after the prayer, then it will be accepted from him as the regular charity. So, now we learn from here, they should be given before the Eid, not after the Eid prayer, okay? The ulama, they mention, unless a person already have his zakat al-fatr, he's on his way to give it or something happened. Car broke down in our times, for example, caught up in the traffic and couldn't make it. It's that person. Because he didn't, they didn't do it out of negligence, they can still give it, inshallah. Now, then Shaykh Walatimin, he says, as for what exactly should be given for the zakat, hmm? Then it is whatever the sons of Adam consume. Food, including dates, wheat, rice, barley, raisins, cheese, or other than the above mentioned. Okay? That's what you give. From ta'am. Because it is narrated by Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhuma. Farada Rasulullah, zakat al-fitri min ramadani sa'am in tamrin or sa'am in shari'i that the Prophet has prescribed the giving of the Zakat al-Fitr for the month of Ramadan from 
Barley was their food then, okay? Barley was their food, and then after the Futuhat, the the uh, the uh, conquest, alhamdulillah, then the wheat uh, was introduced to Al Madina, alhamdulillah, and the like. As Abu Sa'id al Khudri radiallahu anhu used to say, "Kunna nukhrir yom al fitri fi ahd al Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam." صَاعًا مِنْ طَعَامٍ وَكَانَ طَعَامُنَا الشَّعِيرُ وَالزَّبِيبُ وَالْأَقِدُ وَالْتَمَرُ He is one of the youth also. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri is one of the youth of the Sahara who narrated the most hadith from the Sabah along with Ibn Abbas and Ibn Umar and Aisha. These are from the youth. Jabir. Subhanallah, these are from the young, the youth of the Sahara. That our youth should look up to them and try to be like them and emulate their example. Now, he says during the time of the Prophet ﷺ, we used to give a sa' of food, of our food, meaning the food that they used to consume. He says, and our food was barley, then was barley, raisins, cheese, and dates. Look what the food they were. And they were subhanAllah grateful to Allah, thankful to Allah. And we, we have a lot of ni'am. Hmm? SubhanAllah. Who amongst us for the past 30 years was eating only barley, dates, raisins, and cheese? Raise your hand. No burgers, no chicken, no filet mignon, nothing. No shrimps, ice cream. Yes, subhanAllah, we go shopping in Walmart or Kroger or whatever place, or Publix or whatever. And there is aisles of food, right or wrong? Aisles. Just the cereals, they have an aisle to themselves. Just the meat. SubhanAllah. Chicken aisle, fish aisle, bread. Just the bread. You sit there, you don't even know what to choose from the bread. The milk, so many types of milk. So many types of fruits and vegetables. Rice, beans, these, that. Frozen section, fresh section, canned food section, food that is already cooked for you. La ilaha we grateful, Yahweh. Dear food used to be, subhanAllah, look what the food used to be. And they are the best of the people. You know. It's called like Imam Bukhari. Sheikh Rasimi says, so therefore, Given the food which is consumed by the cattle is not accepted. Somebody has food, he has, he has a, a sheep and has goats, has a cows or camels, and he feed them. They have special food. He's going to go give zakat from that? Now you can. Because zakat or feather should be nourishments for the poor Muslims. And it is not that which is given to cattle. Likewise, if you give clothes, somebody says, oh, listen, man, this poor, everybody give them rice, man. They're bored of rice now. I'm going to give them some socks and some T-shirts, some hoodies, because the winter is coming. Huh? Says Sheikh, no, it doesn't work. You want to give some clothes? Go ahead. Alhamdulillah, it's good. But not as Zakat al-Fadr. Not as Zakat al-Fadr. You want to give some socks, some T-shirts? It's Okay. But not as zakat al-fitr. You don't want to just go to a poor Muslim and say, hey, you got children, what is the size of your feet? And then you buy them shoes. Does listen, this is zakat al-fitr. Shoes is not zakat al-fitr. You know why? Why? Because it's not food. I know. It's not food. I ain't gonna eat shoes. You give them zakat al-fitr and buy their children some, some, some shoes. That's good, alhamdulillah. Likewise, he said, utensils, furnitures. Nice chair. Hey, man, it's my chair, zakat al-fitr. Nah. Can't give zakat al-fitr in, in furnitures or anything besides the food which is consumed by humans. It will not be accepted as zakat al-fitr. But outside Zakat al-Fatr, you can give furniture. You want to buy them a mattress for their children, bank bed, 
Allah, go for it. You want to buy them clothing? Go for it. You want to buy them some utensils, a washer, washer, dryer? Go, go for it. You've seen a poor family struggling. Buy them, you want to buy them a washer and dryer? Go for it. I will help you too, inshallah. Amen. But not as zakat al-fitr. No. And all of this, he says, because the Prophet ﷺ legislated on us to give from the food of the people. That's another thing. You give the food of the people. You don't buy something that people don't know what it is. They don't know how to cook it. They don't know what it is. Nah. So from the food of the people. Therefore, do not go beyond where the Messenger of Allah ﷺ has placed us. Likewise, pay attention to this. Likewise, Sheikh Muhammad says, giving cash, money, instead of food will not be accepted as zakat al-fatr. Keep in mind now, many messages who don't follow the sunnah, they, they, they think they're clever, you know, they're smart. They're like, look at these guys, man. These, these Salafis over there, they still give rice, still give beans. People need money more than they need rice. Huh? People need money. Give them money. And then they start collecting money from the people. Some they say $7 a head, some 10 some more or less. And that's not from the Sunnah of the Prophet. Likewise, giving cash instead of food will not be accepted because it is contrary to what the Prophet commanded us with. And this is, this is a principle. It's not uh, whatever you do. And some people say, now you know what's better for them. You know what's better for the servants of Allah more than the one who created them? SubhanAllah. The Prophet ﷺ, he said in the hadith, that is called by a Muslim from Aisha anha, man amila amalan laysa alayhi amruna, fa'awarad. However, there's a deed which is not according to this affair of ours, it is rejected. So those who they said, now we're going to make it easy on the people, you don't have to go to no store, you don't have to buy no rice, and you go through all this hardship, this deen is deen of easiness, we're going to make it easy for you, just give us money. They said, how you make it easy? You want to change the deen of Allah? And you said, make it easy for the people? La ya. In another narration, the Prophet says, Man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu Another narration that is like Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, on the authority of Aisha as well anha, that the Prophet said whoever innovates into this affair of ours that which is not from it it is rejected Sheikh Rajani said this is because giving cash contradicts what the companions used to do the good or good is it adhering to the way of the Salaf, that was the companion they were upon. The evil or evil is following the way of the Khalaf, the innovations of the Khalaf. Anyone who comes to you and presents to you any matter that contradicts what the companion is upon and he still wants to sell it to you that still is good, so you say, Akhi. You're saying that this is not what the companions were upon, right? Ask those people who they, 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 they call the people and tell them, no, give money, it's okay. Tell them, this is what the Sahaba did? If he say yes, then he prove it. Don't lie on the companions, man. We have narrations, I've just given to you what the Sahaba says. They used to give it food. Now, if he doesn't have a narration, and he cannot lie on the companions, the only thing that person may say, Akhi, come on, we live in a time. So, subhanAllah. Akhi, Allah legislated the deen. Did Islam was legislated only for the first century? Or for until the day of judgment takes place? Now until the day of judgment. Okay, Akhi. We'll give up these things. Innovations. Ask them simple questions. Whenever somebody tells you, let's make dua like this. After salat, all oh, together. Why you guys don't make dua together? Everybody, almost everybody, except for you Salafis. You guys bring in something. What do you think yourself? Why you don't make dua after salat? Every masjid they go to, MashaAllah, SubhanAllah, the Imam cry, Allahumma gfirna. Everybody, Allahumma gfirna. The whole masjid, Wallahi, man, you, you go full of Iman. That's what they say. 
You leave the masjid full of iman because the imam made dua for 20 minutes. Salat was 3 minutes. Salat that is obligatory was 3-5 minutes. The bid'ah, 15-20 minutes. You see how it is, shaitan. And they like cry and they're like, man. But you guys don't do this. You don't make dua. Dua is haram in your, in your salafiyah. No, dua is not haram. But we do what the Prophet ﷺ did and what his companions do. That's what we do. So whenever somebody tells you we're going to do this, raise your hand after this, huh? wipe your face after dua, get your knuckles and go here on your eyes, then your nose, like this, then go down like this. I don't know. Tell him, what do you do? Oh, in my country we do it. Yeah, in my country. I'm not going to mention no countries. We don't want to offend nobody, all right? Oh, in my country, we do it. I said, okay, I'm not asking about food, okay? I'm not telling you that dish you eat in your country. I'm talking about the, the ibadah. It's an act of worship, dua. Don't tell me my country. Upon the understanding of the Sahaba. If you don't bring that, then I'm going to give up these things. Something the Prophet didn't do, the Sahaba didn't do it. So who are you to present to the people and still say it's good? No, it's no good. No. So, he says, this is because giving cash contradicts what the companions of Allah Anhum used to do. They used to give a sa' of food. And the Prophet said, Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati al-khulafai al-rashidin al-mahdiyin min ba'di. Hold on to my guidance, my sunnah, and the sunnah, the path, the way of the rightly guided successors after me. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali, radiallahu anhu. This clicked with Imam Ahmed, and Abu Dawood, and Ibn Majah, and Al-Tirmidhi. Imam Al-Albani graded to be authentic hadith in Sahih Abu Dawood. Shaykh al-Azimin, he further explained this matter so it became clear. Now we're like, money, food, and it's the same. It's not the same, yeah. We're talking about the same. Praying Asr, it's time of praying it after Maghrib. Is it the same? Somebody may tell you, like, okay, subhanAllah, you guys are making things difficult. What's the problem if a person wants to delay Asr until after Isha, and he's still going to pray for Rakat? How much did you pray, okay? A time of Asr. Four. Okay, what well, this person, he prayed four too. He prayed five or three. What is the problem? Huh? The time. He didn't. He prayed it in a time other than what is prescribed. Same thing. Okay? Now. The Sheikh Ratimi said this is because the Qatar is a specified act of worship. It's an act of worship. Therefore, it is not permissible to give other than what is specified. Just as giving it before or after its specified times is also not accepted. The Prophet has specified certain kinds of food that vary in their prices. You see? Allahu Akbar. Look at the argument of Shaykh Rahimallah against those who say, oh, give it in money, in cash. He says, the Prophet has specified certain kinds of food that vary in their prices. If it were allowed to give cash instead of food, the Prophet would have obligated on us a specified kind of food and whatever equals its price from the other kinds of food. So given the charity in cash takes the cattle feather out of it being an open religious symbol seen by the people. How much Allah you go and get your children, they see you getting the rice or the beans or the dates, the raisins, and you're measuring them, and they're like, Abi, what is this for? Oh, this is Zakat al-Fadr. Huh? Zakat al-Fadr. Why, why you have to take it out of the bag? Why, why, why it has to be this? What is this utensil? Because sometimes you have the sa'ah. What is that? That's called a sa'ah. Where it came from? This from the sunnah. Sunnah of the Prophet Oh, they learn. And then you take it with them, or they see you giving it, putting it in the car, taking them out of your house, putting it in a car. Huh? Maybe those children and maybe even go with you to give it to the person. And they learn it. Instead of just giving cash, putting, dropping it in the sadaqah box. Nah. It's not how things are done. It's a symbol of Islam. 
Instead, it becomes a hidden charity. So giving a sar of food makes the charity open, meaning public, and seen by the Muslim, young and adult. If everybody give, gives, give, in this community that they collect cash, you ask their youth, zakat al-fitr? Oh yeah, yeah, cash. Zakat al-fitr equal cash. They don't even know, have no clue what zakat al-fitr. They cannot give you one hadith. They, can, they don't know, no dates, no Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, no Abbas, nothing. They don't know, they think, oh. That's why you find some people, we, we, I mean, I came in contact with some people and said, Akhi, you're a young brother, mashallah, and you know a little bit. And so why do you give money? He said, that's how I grew up, seeing my parents doing it, man. Since we came to this country, my parents, they were given money, they got the photo. We never know who's to be given food. You see? So, but, but those who follow the sunnah look at the khair. The children, the family, the elderly, everybody. They will see it being measured, weighed, and distributed to the needy. It will become known amongst them. Contrary to giving cash which remain hidden between the giver and the receiver. Okay? As for the quantity of zakat al-fadr, how much you give, it is equal to the prophetic sa'ah, the sa'ah of the Prophet ﷺ, whose measurement reaches 480 mithqal. Okay? Some of the ulama, they still, they may still have the sa'ah. Some people, they may, in some areas, they may still have the, the sa'ah of the Prophet ﷺ. Okay? Okay, even though those who they say, okay, size, forehand, force, but people's hands are different. Your hands are bigger than mine, or smaller, or a little bit, or this. Okay, so it's not the same. But the saw here is the saw of the Prophet There is, it reaches 480 mithqal. It's not gonna, it's not even helping, right? Huh? What is an itqal, a mithqal? Of the pure barley, hmm? Of barley, the barley when they put is a utensil, so like a container, hmm? is a container. Uh, they fill it with barley. It equals to 2.04 kilograms, or 2,004 grams. Still in America, mean nothing. Still Chinese. Mithqal, what is mithqal? Some eyebrows. They're, oh, no, no, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. It's 2,000, it's 2 kilos, 0.04. This is, what is a kilo, man? America. they oh, no, no, that. Oh, it's 2,000 grams. They say, like, grams, what's grams? Because America, they have their own system. Not the metric. What is it? No, no, not the ounces and pounds and this and that, yes. <laughs> they have it, huh? They call standard. They don't have no kilos, man. But what is the most? The one that is known? Pounds, right? Yeah, miles. Do you have any kilometers? Yeah, okay. That's it. You don't have metrics. They may teach you to the people in school and they just brush on it, right? But the foundation is the other stuff. Look on the highway. They says, who they says, oh, you still have 50 mile, um, kilo, kilometers to this city or miles? Miles. Inches. Right? Gallons. Do they have liters? Yeah, they have the liter written on the, on the uh, what do you call it, the container. You have glasses to read it. By gallon, big gallon of milk. But now in other countries, it's a liter. Five liters. Stuff like that. And Ayin, it's okay. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. Huh? So, mm. so that is because one mitqal is equal to 4.25 grams. So therefore, 480 mitqal is equal. So you 4.25 multiplied by 480, 480. That's what it gets you to 20. Uh, to 2,040 grams. 2,040 grams, which is 2.04 kilograms, which is, Allahu A'lam, pounds. Okay? 
Huh? 2.2, yeah. You can multiply it by 2.2. Multiply 2.04 by 2.2. Yeah, like 5 or something. Okay. Then the Shaykh says, if a person wants to know the Sah of the Prophet, hmm? somebody wants to sa- find it? Oh. 2.04 multiplied by 2.2. Yeah, pounds. Yeah. That's why the Ulama says 5 pounds and up. You give 5 pounds, and if you want to give extra, it's okay. His Sheikh is telling us, he says, if a person wants to know the Sa'a of the Prophet, this is very good for us to know the Sa'a of the Prophet. It's good for us to know the Sa'a of the Prophet, not just four handfuls. The Sa'a of the Prophet, if you want to know, he says, a person should measure 2.04 kilograms. Okay, that's 4.4 something or 5 pounds. Of barley. Do we know what barley is? Many of us we don't even know what barley is because it's, everything is in cans, everything comes in bags. We make cereal, we may eat barley in cereal, but we don't know what it is. Barley is a grain. It's like wheat, but not wheat, it's yellow. And it's very hard, it's harder than, and it's very uh, beneficial. It's uh, healthy. Okay? He said, you take that barley, maybe, where are you going to find it? Some stores still sell barley here? Where? Farmer's market? Harrow store? The, the nut crush? No, no, nut crush. The grains. Grains. All right. The way it is? Okay, mashallah. He said, anyway, you buy that, take the 2,040 grams of it, you go to the person, the store, tell him, look, put 2,040 grams for me. Put it in the bag, and then place it in a bowl that fits it. Look at one of the balls in your house that fits it such that the bowl is filled to the top with the barley. After that, you can use the bowl as a tool of measuring as an accurate sar of other items as well. Take the barley, go to the store, tell them, weigh for me 2.04 kilogram or 2,040 grams okay, of barley. <coughs> Bring it, dump it in one of the bowls. Ah, it's a half. So, no, that's not good. So get a smaller one. So it's filled, but still some in the bag. Don't say in the Allah for Rahim. That's okay. I'm gonna hurt. Laugh. Find the exact container huh, that fits. Okay, to the top. Now that container is your side. Now, if you want to give dates, fill it with dates. Keep it. Put like a sticker on it and say Sah, the prop equivalent to the Sah of the Prophet You want to give raisins? Fill it with raisins, that's the Allah, You want to give rice? Fill it with rice. You see? Allah. That's a great benefit, alhamdulillah. <coughs> then, they mentioned, the, uh, actually, on a footnote here, they mentioned a, uh, a table, you know, a table of measurements of Zakat al-Fitr based on various items. And this was done by uh, one of the Mashaykh in Algeria, uh, his name Ferkus. Naam. And he give you, he give you actually a chart. A chart of the measurement. You want to give Simulina? You know Simulina? Everybody knows Simulina? Great. No, not great. It's yellow, and also it's corn. It's like corn, yeah, yellow corn, cornmeal. They make flour out of it. They, it's, it's, it's crushed like flour, 
but they make uh, different things. It's nice, simulina. They make good stuff from it. Whatever. Not in McDonald's, though. Huh? And oil? They make it in balls. Yes, yes, they do that. They do. They do many things. They make bread of it. They have a lot of stuff. Cookies. No, it's like a flour. Simulina. Anyway, it's if you go to the halal store, or also in Walmart. Right by the flowers, you're gonna see some bags. They call they, they they look like yellow. Okay, they're not very fine like the flowers, and it's called it's, it's written on them simolina. So they are used for for cooking. Okay, now that's two thousand grams. If somebody wants to know, just buy two thousand grams. Okay, like four point four pounds, something like that. If you buy five, how many less? The flour. 1400 grams so they measure it once they fill that sack and then they weigh it you see lentils is 2100 grams dried beans 2060 grams crushed peas 2240 grams you see Wheat, 2,040 grams. Raisins, 1,640 grams. Couscous, no couscous? I everybody know couscous, huh? 1,800 grams. Couscous with big grains, because it is fine and it is big grains, 2,000 grams. Dates, 1,800 grams. Chickpeas, you know chickpeas, right? Hummus. Chickpeas. That's what they made hummus of and stuff. Or tahini and other stuff. Little chickpeas. They call them, what do they call them? Carbonazo. 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 Chickpeas. That's 2,000 grams. What is left? Something that you... Rice. Rice, 2,300 grams. 2,300 grams, 2.3 kilograms, that's rice, okay? The mandatory time of giving the zakat al-fadr is from sunset, the night before the Eid prayer. Therefore, when the sun sets the night before the day of the Eid, it becomes obligatory on whoever fits the criteria to give the zakat al-fadr. Based on this, if a person passes away a minute before sunset, zakat al-fadr will not be obligatory upon him. So if somebody died before, you don't give zakat until we have because they died before the, day, the night of the Eid. And if he dies a few minutes after sunset of that night of the Eid, he is required to pay zakat al-fadr because it has become obligatory upon him. Okay? If a child now, listen, I mentioned this point before, but the Sheikh mentioned it now. He said, if a child is delivered a few minutes after the sunset of the night of the Eid, Zakat al-Fadr will not be obligatory upon him. Night. Okay? They were born when Ramadan came to an end. However, there is nothing wrong with giving it out. On the other hand, if a child is born a few minutes before sunset of the night of the Eid, the night before the Eid, Zakat al-Fadr is obligatory on his behalf. Because he is born in Ramadan. Not in Shabbat, in Shawwal. Now, the obligatory time of giving out the Zakat al-Fadr is after the sun sets, the night before the Eid. And this is because it is the time in which fasting the month of Ramadan ends and breaking the fast began from that time. This is the reason why it is said Zakat al-Fadr, the charity of breaking the fast of Ramadan. Therefore, the ruling of when to give the zakat al-fadr is connected well with that time. And the Sheikh said there are two times in which a person can pay zakat al-fadr and give it. The preferable time and the permissible time. As for the preferable time, begins the morning of the Eid prayer. That's preferably to give it in the morning of the Eid, of the Eid before the prayer itself. The proof for this is the narration of Abu Sa'id al-Khudr who says, We used to give Isa of food at the time of the Prophet on the Eid day. 
It also narrated by Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu that the Prophet said that the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam the Prophet commanded that the zakat al-fitr should be given before the people go out for the prayer, the Eid prayer, called Imam Bukhari Muslim. Shaykh Muhammad said this is the reason why it is preferable to delay the Eid prayer in order to allow people some time to give out zakat al-fitr. So this Eid prayer, or after Ramadan, the Eid al-fitr, you don't pray right after sunrise. No, it's to delay the salat a little bit, to give the people more time, huh? to give zakat al-fitr. Also in the Eid al-Adha, you, the salat should be earlier, so that the people can go and take care of the slaughter and the light. Now, hikmayahi Islam. As for the permissible time of giving zakat al-fitr, it began a day or two before the day of the Eid. It is narrated by Nafi' who said Ibn Umar used to pay zakat, the zakat for every young and adult of his words, even my children, he says. And he used to give it to those who would take it, and they used to receive it a day or two before the Eid. It is not permissible to delay it until after the Eid prayer. If a person delays it until after the Eid prayer without a valid excuse, it will not be accepted from him because it is contrary to what the Prophet ﷺ commanded us with. The hadith of Ibn Abbas has been mentioned already regarding this, indicating that whoever gave it before the Eid prayer, it will be accepted from him as a zakat, al-fitr, but whoever gives it after the prayer, it will be written for him as a regular charity. However, if it is delayed for a valid excuse, there is nothing wrong with that. Examples of this is when the Eid reaches a person while he is out of his home, land, and does not have with him the zakat of the, or he may be in a place where there is no one to take the zakat. Other valid excuses include the person who receives sudden news about the arrival of the Eid and does not have enough time to give it before the Eid prayer. Another example is the one who was depending on someone to give it on his behalf and that and then realized afterward that, that the person did not pay his zakat due to forgetfulness. Then it will be permissible for these people to give their zakat al-fitr after the Eid prayer. And it will be accepted from them because they are excused. The obligation is to pay it to those who deserve it on time or to give it to those who are in charge of distributing it to the poor before the Eid prayer. Sheikh Muratamini said, if you intended to give it to a specific person but could not find him or the one who will take it on his behalf, then you should give it to another person who deserves it and not delay it till after its time is over. As for where to give the zakat al-fitr, the Sheikh said, you are to pay it to the poor people of your land, where you are residing, whether you are residing there permanently or temporarily. Especially if the place is virtuous, like Mecca and Medina, like those who go make Umrah, subhanAllah, you're in Mecca and Medina. Or if the poor people of that country are in desperate need. If you are in a land where there is no one to take the cattle feather because everyone is well off, you should entrust someone who lives in a place where there are poor people in order that they may pay on your behalf. Allah Akbar. Those who deserve the zakat al-fitr are the poor and those who have debts that they cannot pay. They should be given the zakat al-fitr according to their need. Also, he said, a box of zakat al-fitr can be distributed, meaning one zakat al-fitr, can be distributed to more than one poor man. Like your zakat al-fitr, you can take from it. Now, once you measure it and weigh it, you can take from it randomly and give to this family, to this person, this person. And it can also be given to one poor man. You can give the whole zakat al-fitr to one poor man or divide it to others, on others. This is because the Prophet has specified the amount to be given, but did, but did not, not the portion out. He did not portion out what to be given to the receivers. Based on this, it is permissible for a group of people to gather their zakat al-fitr in one container and distribute it to the people without measuring it again. Okay? However... They should inform the receivers, that we mentioned to you before. They should inform the receivers that they do not know the amount of the food 
that they gave them because some of them may be deceived and then pay their zakat al fitr what was given to them without knowing its quantity it may be less than a sah because those people who receive zakat al fitr they can take from it and give away the ulama they says once those people who receive zakat al fitr then that's their belongs to them they can eat it give it away sell it whatever they want to do with it and we conclude with this it is permissible for the poor man to give zakat al fitr out of what he has received for himself or his family members after measuring it or being informed by the giver whom he trusts that it is indeed the right amount and then the shaykh he says he made a dua as usual says oh allah grant us success to be obedient to you in a manner that will make you pleased with us. Amen. O oh Allah, purify our souls. Statements and actions. O oh Allah, purify us from evil greed. Statements, creed actually, statements and actions. Verily you are the most generous, the most bounteous. O oh Allah, show your mercy and blessings on your Prophet Muhammad sallallahu his family members and all of his companions. By this we come to include them with this sitting. Inshallah tomorrow we'll have the last sittings in this Ramadan and we're going to still read from the sittings of Shaykh Al-Athaymeen as related to the uh, what to do and pertaining to the last uh, pertaining to the end of Ramadan. Inshallah. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammad ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa tasliman kathira.